Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Atlanta Discourse. My name is Ade Balogun, and uh, this is our first episode. Today, the topic will be, will Donald Trump be going to prison? Yeah, everybody wants to know whether Donald Trump will go to jail with the armada of cases against him. So, quickly, on both the criminal and civil litigation fronts, former President Donald Trump faces a bevy of lawsuits and investigation with more cases likely to follow from all education. Uh, there are civil suits stemming from his pre-presidential business dealings. Others are defamation claims from women he allegedly assaulted. More still uh, criminal probes, civil action that scrutinize his attempts to overturn the result of the 2020 election. These cases bear on two pressing questions. One, will Trump maintain his long streak of eluding legal liability in the face of so many lawsuits? Secondly, if Trump is held to account for illegal conduct, what impact will such development have on him and his family, especially his political and business fortunes? The criminal charges one would think will be among the most damaging outcomes. After all, a criminal prosecution of a former president will be a singular event in American history. That is, there is no precedent. No former president has ever been indicted, much less convicted. Trump lost any immunity from indictment that he may have possessed as president the moment he left office on January 20th. To be sure, most of the criminal probes detailed below are in their infancy, so the odds of an actual conviction at this time remains improbable. Even so, the mere stigma of criminal charges against the former president could reshape the American political landscape and the historical understanding of Trump uh, behavior. The civil cases could certainly do their fair share of damage as well, directly or indirectly, if Trump falters in one of his business-related suits. His companies have been subjected to massive penalties or worse, even part from some sanctions, you know, because he's indebted. So some banks are calling him for their debts and uh, uh, there's more scrutiny. With these legal threats bearing down the former president from nearly every direction, we are going to take a look at all the major cases, both civil and criminal, that are going on against him currently. Uh, based on my research, there are 14 major cases. 11 of them are civil and uh, 3 are criminal. So I'll pick them one by one. Uh, we start with the E. Jean Carroll defamation and criminal tort claim at litigation. We all know Jean Carroll who said the president assaulted her at some uh, boutique some years back. So Carol is suing Trump for defamation after he publicly accused her of fabrication of rape against him. The parties are currently involved in an appeal before the circuit court <coughs> where Trump and so far also the Justice Department as well is arguing that he may have had official immunity from Carol's defamation claim under the Federal Thoughts Act, that's the FTCA. So that case is, uh, is ongoing you know, at the moment, and uh, let's see where that leads to. The second one is the Somazavos defamation suit. Somazavos, as you all know, uh, a former contestant on The Apprentice, the popular uh, show Trump used to anchor back then. She has filed a civil suit against former President Trump for defamation after he claimed an allegation of his inappropriate sexual conduct were lies designed to help the Clinton campaign, very funny, and improve our fame. The case is currently at the New York Court of Appeal, the highest court in New York State. 
the major update on this one really is that uh, on, on March 30, the New York City of Appeals denied Trump's uh, appeal on the motion to dismiss the case. So Trump uh, originally filed a motion claiming that a state court could not hear a suit against the sitting president. Now, it's no more a sitting president. So the court stated that issues were now moot and the case can now move forward. So, so that's the C-trip on that second one. Now, the third one is uh, the Mary Trump uh, fraud litigation. Mary Trump is suing Donald Trump for defrauding her of millions of dollars uh, on her inheritance. So there's a major dispute there. So the suit is pending in New York State Court where the parties are currently battling over the former president move to dismiss the case. So that's also ongoing. Number four here, we have the Panama Hotel Fraud and Tax Litigation. Itaka Capital is suing Trump Hotel Management Company for fraud in federal court. Primarily, Itaka claims that the Trump representatives exaggerated the value of a Panama hotel during Itaka's negotiation to purchase it. So that's that's also ongoing. I mean, that's another civil one. It could lead anywhere as the uh, investigation unfolds. The fifth one is Doe versus the Trump Corporation class action. A group of anonymous plaintiffs have filed the class action against the Trump family and their businesses, alleging that Trump used their brand to scam investors into paying for worthless business opportunities. The district court denied Trump's bid to force the case into arbitration, and the Trumps are now currently appealing the case. The sixth one here, we have the D.C. civil suit over misuse of the 2017 inauguration fund. Yeah, that's the presidential inauguration. In a non-criminal suit, the D.C. Attorney General is suing uh, several Trump-affiliated entities for misusing inauguration funds to enrich uh, the president's uh, Trump family and businesses affiliates as, as, as it arises here. The suit is currently in discovery before the D.C. local court where the Attorney General office is deposing key Trump executives, notably including his children and the former First Lady Melania Trump, whose former personal assistant said she received some sum of money. I can't remember the amount right now. Uh, that some money related to the 2017 inauguration, and she also got contracts. And anyway, as time goes on, this thing comes clear. That's also a civil case. That's why I said DC civil suit over misuse of 2017 inauguration. This is going to be a very interesting one because the president is no more in power and uh, uh, the the courts will be allowed to do their job. Um, number seven, we have Benny Thompson incitement suit for January 6th capital attack. Congressman Benny Thompson, represented by the NAACP, is suing Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and two right-wing militia groups for conspiring to forcibly present Congress from counting the Electoral College vote on January 16. The district court is currently waiting for Trump and his co-defendant to respond to Thompson's claim. Now, this there are some cases that look like this, you know, like the case in Georgia, but this Benny Thompson's case encompasses the effort Trump, Giuliani, and other affiliates or surrogates, so to say, uh, and efforts they try to make to stop the Electoral College from coming to effect. All right. Number eight, here we have Eric Swalwell. That's Congressman Eric Swalwell of California. Now, Eric Swalwell incitement suit for January 6th riot. On May 5, 2021, Representative Eric Swalwell sued Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump Jr., and Congressman Mo Brooks in the federal court over the January 6th riot. 
Swawe alleges that the defendants violated federal civil rights laws, including the Ku Klux Klan Act, when they conspired to interfere with the Electoral College count on January 6, which of course led to the insurrection, the popular insurrection. Beyond that, Swalwell also says the defendant should be held liable for negligently violating DC criminal codes on incitement, encouraging the rioters' violent conduct and intentionally inflicting emotional distress on members of, of Congress. Yeah, so that case is in court. I think they've had the first hearing. I'm not sure. I think they have. So the ninth one here is the Capitol Police suit for January 6. It's similar to the Eric Swalwell case, but it, it, this, in this scenario, if you have two Capitol Police officers who initiated the case, both on duty during the January 6th insurrection, sued Donald Trump for injuries they sustained while protecting the Capitol. Both alleged that the rioters physically attacked them with fists, we all saw that on TV, chemical spray, we saw it on TV, and other weapons, we also saw that on TV. They alleged that the former president, by his incendiary, incendiary words and conduct, directed the physical attack and emotional stress. That case is also in court. We're waiting. Number 10, we have the NAACP's Legal Defense Fund's voting right case for post-election action. The LDF is suing Trump, the Trump campaign, the RNC for their efforts to overturn the 2020 election in violation of Voting Rights Act and the Ku Klux Klan Act. While litigation is still at a very early stage here, Trump faces damages and a declaration judgment uh, that he did indeed violate this provision of the law. Okay, we're waiting for clarity on that. I want to wait to what the court will say on that. Number 11, this is from the state of New York, New York Attorney General Civil and Criminal Investigation. Since May 2019, New York Attorney General Leticia James has been investigating allegations that the Trump Organization altered property values to avoid tax liabilities. She also said that uh, the investigation began after Trump former attorney Michael Cohen provided congressional testimony that Trump engaged in fraud. And in October 2020, uh, Leticia James' office, that's the AG of New York, office deposed Eric Trump and in January 2021, a state court judge ruled that Trump tax attorneys must turn over thousands of documents. We all know how the cases went to Supreme Court while Trump was president and all that. But the key update on this one is uh, uh, on May 18, 2021, a spokesman for the New York Attorney General said, we have informed the Trump organization that our, our, our investigation into organization is no more purely civil in nature. It's now criminal. We are now acting. We are now actively investigating the Trump organization in a, in criminal capacity, along with the Manhattan DA. The Manhattan DA is the Cyrus Vance case, which we are all aware where uh, Weisselberg was arrested recently. Number twelve: criminal investigation into Trump finances. During his presidency, the Manhattan District Attorney investigated Trump's finances. Manhattan DA Cyrus Vance recently gained access to Trump tax information in the course of a criminal investigation to potential tax crimes, insurance fraud, etc., etc., and other financial crimes under the law. Criminal charges have not been filed yet, but uh, the first update we got on this was uh, on March 1st this year, revealed that the Vance investigation had focused on Trump Organization of Chief Financial Officer Alan Weiselberg 
whose potential cooperation with prosecutors could be a significant breakthrough. Now, on March 8th, Cyrus Vance revealed that the probe has been expanded to include an investigation of a loan the Trump organization received to build the Chicago Tower, whether the forgiveness of that loan was reported as an income. So, Vance has, has convened a special grand jury, we all know that, that is expected to decide whether to indict former President Donald Trump or the executive at his company or business itself, you know. So, as of this moment, uh, we know that the DA charged the Trump Organization and his chief financial officer, Weiselberg, on Thursday, July 1st, for an alleged 15-year-long tax fraud scheme. The indictment includes reference to an unindicted co-conspirator with Jeff McConey, the Trump Organization's controller, a person familiar with the investigation has said, and uh, we've all read about it in the media. Number 13 here, we have the D.C. Attorney General Incitement Criminal Investigation. The D.C. Attorney General Carson has announced a criminal investigation into Trump's alleged role in provoking the January 6th riot. No charges have been filed. The racing's office is reportedly looking into a local DC code that makes it a misdemeanor to incite violence. So clearly this case is under investigation. Nobody has been charged on that. Okay, last but not the least, the Fulton County Georgia Criminal Election Influence Investigation. The Fulton County DA office has opened an investigation into the attempted election interference by Trump. The DA office has requested that all officials and unofficial emails concerning the election be preserved and has reportedly also been planned to look into all calls between Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, the Secretary of State for Georgia, that's Brad Ravzenberger, as part of the investigation, as well as uh, Rudy Giuliani's potential false statement to Georgia officials. Currently, officials are reportedly expected to seek a grand jury subpoena. That's as of first uh, week of March. I think that's in play already. Then uh, on March 11, a recording of a call between the President Trump and the Chief Investigator of the Georgia Secretary of State Office, Francis Watson, was released by the Wall Street Journal. And I think some media uh, outlets uh, played it also. So it starts in public domain. We all know what's happening there. So 20, 28th of March, there were reportedly two grand juries considering subpoena for document. So that case is already... Uh, at grand jury level. So, by and large, 11 civil cases, 3 criminal. Out of the civil cases, out of the 11 civil, 4 has a potential of going to, 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 criminal, to uh, criminal proceedings, you know. So, now the big argument here is that, do you think Donald Trump will go to prison? Well, personally, there is no precedent. No former president of the United States has gone to prison. A quick examination of uh, the Nixon's case will tell you that uh, uh, Nixon was pardoned by by his successor. I, I do suspect that will happen here. More, my fear really is uh, in the case of New York, the Letitia James case, because the state of New York, there won't be a federal pardon in that instance. Nobody is going to be able to do that except the state of New York decides to pardon the president himself. So uh, the former president, so to say, in this regard. So I do think that, that that that's a really complicated one. Very, very complicated one. 
Now, from the civil, I did mention that four of them has the possibility of spiraling into criminal cases. The case of Mary Trump about the inheritance it's, it's a perfect example, one of the ones we should we should look at. But the Panama Hotel fraud and litigation case, also there's still a lot of hidden areas in that particular case. Because Donald Trump private hotel business, uh, Trump International Hotel Management is embroiled in a federal litigation over hotel management. There's a lot of money involved in this, so it could go criminal. Because until 2018, Trump International operated a luxury hotel in Panama, as we were told, and it was standard business practice. Trump International contracted with uh, separate owners to provide management services and use Trump label. When a prior owner went bankrupt in 2015, Itaka Capital moved to purchase the majority shares of the hotel. But Itaka Trump representative made a series of fraudulent claims that oversold the hotel's profitability. So unaware Itaka went ahead with the purchase. So you can hide under fraud there. I mean, that case could be a fraudulent case. So the, the status of this case really is that Trump International challenged each of Itaka's claims and asserted several counterclaims of his own. So March 30th, the district court upheld all the three of Itaka's claims, which is not good for Trump organization, and dismissed all but one of Trump's counterclaims. The parties are currently in discovery and are due to finish in the fall of 2021. So we, we, the Doe vs. Trump corporation class action is also a very dangerous one. You know, it's, it's, it's not going too well for it. But the case started really is that Trump moved to compel forced arbitration because Trump normally, when he's in court, he sees nothing works for him. He always wants to settle out of court, go to arbitration. So they moved to compel forced arbitration and the district court denied the motion in April 2020. So the court held that the defendants were not party to arbitration agreement. So that's not a good one also for them. So now there's a very key one also here, the DC civil lawsuit over misuse of 2017 inauguration funds. All the kids are exposed. That's uh, Ivanka, Donald Jr., Eric, and even the first lady. This against the uh, the DC attorney general is the one prosecuting in this regard. So it's not a good one for them at all because the defendants, the committee itself, along with the two Trump business, moved to dismiss the, the suit. But the district court denied the motion in September 2020. On January 11, 2021, the DC Attorney General added a new allegation to the above that the committee improperly used its non-profit funds to pay hotel bills on behalf of Trump private businesses. The suit is currently in discovery and the AG's office has already deposed several high-level Trump executives, including Ivanka Trump and Donald Trump Jr. So uh, if you remember, a personal assistant of the former first lady wrote in a book she wrote recently that uh, the first lady benefited from those funds, but that has clearly not been stated yet. So possibly it's still under investigation. That also could go criminal, go criminal from civil. That's not good. So the Benny Thompson incitement suit is there. So there are about four cases that has to do with the, the capital attack. Benny Thompson inside uh, took that to court. We have Eric Swauer case to court. Then the two uh, Capitol Police officers. So those three, even though the case was instituted by three different people, but they are similar in trade. And uh, it, it's probably just going to come together with whatever the House Committee uh, 
uh, under leader under Pelosi just uh, composed to investigate it. So I think everything that has to do with January 6, irrespective of how many cases they are, they're probably going to lead into one 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 direction because if Trump is is, is found guilty in one, it probably is going to happen in the other one. And the DC attorney general is already investigating him for incitement, and that could be a misdemeanor. So that's not good for him. So now the case status for the DC federal courts on March 30, the plaintiff added two new conspiracy claims against Trump, one based on KKK Act and the other on common law conspiracy. They alleged that Trump allegedly, Trump illegally rather, not allegedly, illegally conspired with the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, to storm the Capitol. There's enough evidence there in public domain just to buttress that point. So we can go on and on. The NAACP legal funds case is there. So where 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 is the real trouble for him? I think with the Cyrus Vance case, that that one has a lot of traction. Is moving very 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 fast. Uh, Aaron Weizelberg has been arrested. He has been bailed. Now, the question people are asking is, will he flip on Trump? Is is he going to uh, go for a plea bargain? Well, my guess is this. Uh, It's not just Aaron Weizelberg that is exposed. His children are equally exposed. And uh, it's not good for his family. I think his daughter-in-law is already working with uh, the, the government. So... He, he, he is likely to go to jail. So, is he going to take the fall for Trump and, uh, and you know, or he's going to cooperate with government and get a plea bargain? Well, your guess is as good as my I suspect it will. It's difficult because Trump is not in power. He's, he's no more Mr. President. So, it's going to be difficult, you know. In parallel, Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Van subpoena Maza for a stack to start. They have all that already. So all three cases that went to Supreme Court, everything they need to know about stacks, they have it. So sincerely, it's a lose-lose for him. Now, but the topic for today is that will he go to jail? My very deep guess is a possible no it's not i'm not saying he won't go to jail but i i think it's it's a tough call because one is a former president uh there's really no precedent america will always want to you know safeguard the office and you know not just the individual but the office the fear now is a new york case and it's looking like he's gonna be guilty because leticia james is uh is hell-bent on seeing that to the end and i think trump knows that so it's that case has is not under federal jurisdiction so i don't see how trump is gonna is gonna get out of that one if he's convicted so you have to do time on that you know so now all those insurrection cases too it's i think if they find him guilty you know he he will have to biden is a good guy president biden is a good guy i think he'll want to probably pardon him but my guess is this the entire trump model will die the trump empire will fall it's going to be broke it's going to be legally exposed he has tons and tons of loan all over the cyrus vance case is already giving rise to a situation whereby a lot of banks are calling in for their loans because they realize that they have two books one for getting loan whether true or false. So they know they've been lying. They've been inflating value of asset. They've been deflating values of asset. So they're, they're just a bunch of lies, the organization, and it's just a fraudulent organization. So I think 
at the end of the day, the children will be persona non grata. I think one or two of them will go to prison. Maybe not the father, because if you look at the case of Richard Nixon, Nixon didn't go to jail, but everybody that knew about Watergate went to prison. I mean, some went for just two years, but prison is prison. People, people were punished, and but just a real guy that. But Trump will be destroyed. I mean, this person is just going to be somewhere quiet, and he probably will never talk again. You know, that's if he doesn't go to jail. And as you all know, recently the Guardian of London came out with uh, a new a new expose saying that they have reason to believe that uh, the Russians had compromise on uh, President Trump, former President Trump, and they were able to prove and with cogent document that. Yes, yes, yes. Trump was really an agent of this uh, former Soviet Union, now Russia. So the Russians now supported him because they had reason to blackmail him. They had evidence to blackmail him because of his past visit to to to, to the Soviet Union then. And also, you know, Trump Trump is very weak with women. He has uh, a record of such happening. KGB as the former. Uh, Russia intelligence, they will always blackmail you with women. So I think I think now we know what's really happening. It's clear and the way it acted, especially in Helsinki during the presidential meeting between Putin and Trump, Trump really acted like somebody that they had compromised the information on. He, he taught the paper, the, the sheet of paper, the interpreter kept note and, and he came out at the press conference. He was speaking like... Uh, yeah, like like an unpatriotic president, which is which is most unbecoming, you know. A president doesn't really have to be the best president. You don't have to be the most brilliant person. You you just have to be able to hire and fire competent people. But he really betrayed his country. Then so now we've all read about still Dozier also still said that Trump when he went back to Russia in those days uh, he had prostitutes with him in a room that they were all peeing. They called it the PP tape, you know that they were all peeing on him and he was naked and all that. So now we walk him out from the Guardian, we put the two together. So it's clear that, well, there's traction there. There's there's semblance of, and nobody has disputed it. And if you ask me, I think the, the Russians actually threw that in the media. I think they, 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 they gave out that information, not because they are throwing Trump under the bus, but I think what they majorly did there was to embarrass America. After all, Trump was a former president and there's rivalry between Russia and America. So, okay, good. We have your president, your former president by the balls. We have this on him and all that. Because it's not looking too good for Putin too, you know. But then, let's make America look bad. They did other things, social media influencing and all that. I do think in the coming days, there'll be a lot of revelation. Trump might not be the only one to go down in his family. There might be other people in the Republican uh, establishment that will go down with him. But it's clear that there are a lot of Republicans that, that are doing things that favors Russia ahead of their motherland, which is the United States of America. So, question goes, will Trump go to prison? Well, 50-50, I say, because he's a former president and there's no president, but if he doesn't go to prison, I know he'll be convicted. In Out of these 14 cases, I'm sure he'll be convicted in at least seven of them, you know. And of the criminal cases, those ones that have had uh, a grand jury and panel already, I think he's going to be convicted. 
Now, those ones that are federal, most likely uh, Joe Biden will pardon him, you know, most likely just to protect the sanctity of the office of the president. And there's no president, like I said. But his brand will be destroyed. I'm 100% sure of that. Donald Trump brand will be destroyed. I'm sure maybe... Uh, I think his kids too will go to prison. I, I see Don, Don Jr., Eric, and Ivanka because they, 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 there's, there's actually enough evidence that They've been, they've been pilfering in the past. So, and knowing Trump for who he is, he's not going to take the fall for anybody, you know. Like Michael Cohen said, you know, he's probably going to sacrifice Don Jr. first, then Eric, then Ivanka's favorite laugh. This push comes to shove. According to Michael Cohen, he will do the same thing for every Ivanka if the need arises. So, that is Atlanta Discourse for today. And uh, we've tried our best to do justice to the topic if Trump will go to prison or not. It's a 50-50 thing, but it does not look good for him. He's probably going to be the first American president to go to prison if it does. So that's our beat for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, join us next week, Friday, when we'll come with you back to you for another juicy topic. And uh, we'll keep you posted. We'll send out an intro on what we're most likely going to talk about. Thank you, everybody, and uh, God bless you. Look forward to seeing you again. Bye.